0: to the My Curious Colleague podcast with your host, me, Denise Veneri. I am a 20-year practitioner in the consumer engagement space, having worked for two large CPG organizations. My intent is to celebrate and share best practices with particular focus around the specialist and analyst roles and to give back to this great community because CPG CX rocks. New product launches, they are the lifeblood of a brand. And really, who's better to provide that early read on consumer acceptance of new products than all my brand specialists and analyst colleagues in the consumer engagement space? Welcome, welcome to the My Curious Colleague podcast. I am your host, Denise Veneri, And for those that don't know my origin story, well, here it is. With my son off to college, I decided to begin speaking and writing about my various consumer engagement roles, which I love. This led to starting a YouTube channel last year and now pivoting to podcasting. So for today's first solo episode, I'd like to offer some thoughts for supporting the brand when it comes to new products. You're going to need to get out your Copy book and sharpen your pencils for this one because there are a lot of tips and tricks. So tip number one, you know, you got to look yourself in the mirror and get real about your own data. So in my humble opinion, consumer care data is really qualitative data at best. And by that, I mean, it's not quantitative data, but it's Definitely directional in nature and worth looking at closely. Also, it's self-reporting data. In other words, the consumer is contacting the company or its incoming data, and therefore it is not coming in as representative of the U.S. population. Just something to keep in mind as you're looking at this, as you're chatting with the brand. And also, this data really should be considered a legitimate early read, often before your new product launch you know, hasn't even achieved its targeted distribution or ACV metrics yet. And the other key point here about your data is that it really is just that one data point most often. Uh, you know, when the brand is evaluating consumer acceptance of new products. So keep that in mind. It's rare that it's the only point that might suggest some sort of corrective action. However, um it's I guess it's just something to think about. Tip number two: do partner with your brand lead on the launch. Actually, prior to the launch, you want to get a sense from the brand, all the consumer touch points or the marketing plans for this new product, including the scope and timing. More on gaining a light of sight to marketing plans in a future episode. Also, you might want to ask the brand, what pre-launch market research was conducted? So why is this important in my humble opinion? Well this can be a gold mine of inspiration. It can point to potential issues or areas of confusion that consumers may have identified and what tweaks perhaps were made right before a launch. Also you want to understand other product launches that the brand is benchmarking in terms of, you know, trying to forecast their sales or other performance metrics such as trial and repeat or volume sales. What I like to do here is really align with my brand. So what products are they using for benchmarking and creation of all the above? And then which one should I consider using for benchmarks? On to tip number three. You really want to thoughtfully think through the brand's business questions to help guide your analysis. So for this tip, I've got four business questions that the brand may ask you. So you probably know all these, but if not, be at the ready. So, business question number one is how are the new product UPCs performing versus the aligned benchmarks that I talked about in the prior tip? So, really, at some point, you're going to have to line up the metrics for both of these launches the new product launch and the one that you're benchmarking, really agnostic of months and dates, but instead, line them up in comparison as month one, month two, month three, etc. Business question number two, they might ask is, well, which UPCs are the winners across my launch? So really what you're looking at is you're looking at a product launch versus itself across the UPCs, looking for winners. So which UPCs appear to have the greatest consumer acceptance? Business question number three, how is that launch acceptance doing versus an internal created metric of your consumer care data? So this could be a straight up internal average that you've created, maybe by type of product or packaging format or division, or perhaps you're able to employ statistical analysis and employ some high and low levels that can be established when you're reviewing the data. Question, business question, that is number four. And this is my last business question. How is the launch performance versus an industry benchmark? So perhaps you're lucky enough to be part of an industry group that sponsors a study to develop these types of benchmarks. If so, go for it. All right. Now back to the tips. I've got two more tips for you. Tip number four. Always be thinking about how you can add value to the analysis. So, you know, what else can your data provide about this new product's launch? So, one of the things I like to look at is which channel of contact is coming in. By channels, I mean, you know, are the consumers contacting you via the good old phone channels or more sexier digital channels such as social media or text messages, for example? You know brands often go into new product launches with assumptions based on either data that they have or development of their positioning and it's often interesting to compare and contrast those assumptions with the channels your consumers are actually using to contact the company via the consumer care team and it really puts the feedback in much better context for them another way to add value is to share perhaps demographics such as age range of the consumer or perhaps their level of perceived confidence in the kitchen, say, if you're launching a food product that requires some level of preparation. There's also the very key types of comments. So the first thing would we'll be looking at sort of you know top buckets of comments. So all the preparation questions, all the taste questions. But from there, then you want to Really funnel down and look at what are those detailed top comments at that very lowest level of the hierarchy. Here you're looking for deep insights that you can take back to a product developer or perhaps your cooking instruction folks to understand further. And this is important because at this stage, or you know, the early stage of looking at the data, say month or one or two. You're really looking to identify areas to understand, and that's a good way to position any insights that you're seeing. Because you're not really saying that, you know, you are recommending a corrective action immediately um, at this juncture. I have found, though, in food and beverage consumer product companies that once you get to month three or four. The consumer acceptance generally is what it is, and you get to see some of the nuances of what consumers are thinking at that data point or that cumulative data point, I should say. This then brings me to another really great way to um, add value, and that is to get to that bench top quickly. And that, I believe, is maybe like a research and development phrase, but um, I've heard it used along the way. And in this fast-paced CPG world with consumer behaviors shifting all the time, you want to be nimble and able to move, evaluate, and decide with your partners. So perhaps you get the key folks around the bench top and compare your products, maybe it's Made at different times or via alternate cooking methods, such as oven versus microwave, say, for example, and see where the discussion goes from there. Be sure to bring your early read of the consumer data as well to reference and share out. Perhaps from that, you'll be asked to continue tracking the comments closely, or maybe the team might start exploring tweaks to some aspect of the product to be at the ready in the event that this way forward could increase consumer acceptance. You know, everyone has worked so hard on launching new products, so it's exciting to be a part of this process. If you've learned even a kernel of an idea or was inspired by this episode, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast and maybe even tell one of your colleagues to listen in. And also be sure to share out the hashtag CPGCX because CPGCX really and truly rocks. You have been listening to the My Curious Colleague podcast with Denise Veneri. Thank you for your time.